Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion for seeing people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? What's up, everybody? We are back for another podcast episode. We just recorded this episode, and to be honest, it was 55 minutes long, and that is just way too long to edit, and so Maddie's over here like, oh my goodness, we're recording again, Yeah, and yes, we're recording again because that is just way too long, and it is a story time, so that's why it was much longer than one of our like normal episodes that we record. It is a story time, and it's a very important story time that I hope y'all find interesting. I think it will be interesting to a lot of you and to our audience, many of you being teens and people who have been mandated by their work to get the COVID vaccine. That is what we're talking about because our mom is a nurse practitioner. She works for our local hospice here in Ohio, and it has just been a crazy couple of weeks because she was mandated to get the COVID vaccine, and then she sent in an exemption, and they had a meeting, and it was a whole big deal. And long story short, she wrote a statement that she actually read to her employer during the meeting that the nurses had just discussing, you know, why they should not be mandated and all of that crazy stuff. And it is a great statement, let me tell you. If you haven't been on the blog recently, I would encourage y'all go read the statement. It is a wonderful blog post. Hundreds, if not thousands of people have read it. Mm -hmm. It has been one of our most popular posts ever, like literally ever. And it has just been a great, great blog post that has impacted many. We've even been getting messages from people saying, I want to use that for my work. I want to send that in so that they're aware of it as well, or if they've been mandated. And so it's just been really cool to reach out and to connect with people. And mom is just so educated when it comes to that kind of thing. She is able to phrase stuff in a way that it makes it easy to understand. And I know that so much of the medical stuff is really hard to understand, especially when we're talking percentages. And it just, it's overwhelming sometimes. So, Betty's over here like, get to the point. <laughs> so, we're going to tell you a story about when we went to the Ohio State House, how we got there, what happened while we were there, what we realized while we were there. There's a lot to unpack, okay? Lots of stuff happened while we were there. <laughs> Lots of stuff. And so that's why, you know, it's a 55-minute episode when it should have been 20, but it's okay. So we're going to try to jump right into this story time. Maddie, to start us off with how we even got to the Ohio State House. We had never been there, and so it was a very enlightening experience, to say the least. And I'm going to let Maddie start us off with how we even got there and what's been happening. So, First, like Lily said, our mom had a meeting with her employers at hospice and presented her statement. She was with some of her other friends from work and everything, Mm -hmm. but she presented her statement. Didn't really change their minds, unfortunately, but she was able to send in a religious exemption and stuff, but that was not ideal. That really isn't what we wanted to do. We wanted them to just scrap the mandate and say, okay, that's fine. Y'all can have a choice. 
But yeah, that went pretty well when she presented her statement and everything. She did a really good job. And a few days later, we learned about a house bill called House Bill 248, which is supposed to protect employees from having their employers mandate any sort of medical interventions or Mm -hmm. whatever. So specifically, we really want this to get passed very soon for the COVID vaccine specifically. That's really what we want it to kind of stand up against here in the beginning. But we also want it to protect our choice with all other vaccines as well. Right. So, it's a really great bill. We definitely support it. And so, mom was looking into it, researching it, seeing what it was all about and what was going on with it and stuff. And she saw that you are allowed to send in a request to testify in front of the House Health Committee. And whether you're opposed or if you're for the bill, obviously we're for the bill. So we were like, mom, you should, you know, go. You've got your statement. You should testify and stuff. And she was kind of reluctant at first. I think all of us were pretty reluctant at first just because we don't usually just like jump right up for that kind of thing. I mean, we've definitely been politically active and stuff. You know, like we talk about it here on the podcast and we talk about different things with friends and different groups and stuff. And it's definitely something that mom is passionate about and very educated about. Mm -hmm. And so, she's been looking into vaccine stuff for a very, very long time, just researching, seeing what vaccines are really made of, what they're really about, and all that different stuff. So, we were like, mom, you're a perfect fit. You should go and testify. But we were all kind of reluctant. We're just kind of like, you know, you can get some crazy people at that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it can just get a little bit weird and people aren't as educated as they probably should be or, you know, this or that. And so, we were just kind of like, do we want to be associated? with that kind of stuff if something like that would happen where the argument isn't presented peacefully and Mm -hmm. isn't presented in a professional manner. Do we want to be associated with that? For a few days, we just talked about it. We prayed about it and stuff. And then mom felt like she should send in a request to testify. She included her statement with it uh, because I'm pretty sure you were supposed to submit like what you would actually be addressing specifically. And so... I think like the next day she gets an email back and they're like, yeah, we'd like you to come in person to testify. We weren't sure what testifying would really look like. Do you send in like a video testimony that they just watch by themselves in the committee or do you go in person or do they just read your statement or what? So they were like, yeah, we want you to come to Columbus, come to the state house and testify in person. We got ready for that. Mom got all her facts and different things all put together in a three ring binder. I told her that she reminded me of Caitlin. McEnany and it made me very happy. Um, but she was prepared. She was kind of nervous at first when they had told her that she should come and testify and everything. But I think the day of, everyone's nerves were really just calmed mm-hmm. by the Lord because I was <laughs> nervous before and mom was nervous, obviously, just because she was the one presenting and we didn't really know how all of it would go down. And so the Lord just kind of calmed all of our nerves. He honestly got us kind of excited. We were ready for her to do this and we were excited for her to have the opportunity and everything. So we drove, which is about eight two-hour drive from our house, Uh and then we had the lovely privilege (laughs) of sitting there for like five or six hours. Mom was in a room with all the other people who were testifying. There were 33 other people testifying, and we weren't allowed to go in there with her or anything. So there was a room called the atrium in the state house that they put all of the family members and just the people who were... It was open to the public. Anyone could come and watch it. Uh And so stuck us all in the atrium. Stuck us. Stuck us in there. (laughs) 
they had like chairs set up. It was a huge room. Mm -hmm. And then they had some TVs set up where we would be able to watch it and everything. It was on TV. So we were like texting all our friends and stuff who were already praying, who already knew that she was going to be testifying and, you know, talking about how they could watch it and all that stuff. So, Mm -hmm. Lily, you may proceed and talk about all the things that happened next. (laughs) Yeah, it was a really interesting experience. We had never, like I said uh, earlier, we had never been at the state house. We've never been there. And so it was very interesting just looking at everything. And then during the committee meeting itself was just really an eye-opening experience. It was interesting to see the representatives and who they are. Like, I mean, I'm not, I wish I was more politically involved, like on a state level, because I feel like I just, I don't know the representatives that well. Like, I don't know them by name. I don't know where they stand or how they act or their conduct or anything like that. It was interesting to see them doing their job, how they reacted to people and all of that. And so the chairman, honestly, he really didn't impress us if we're just being honest. And so it was just, but it was interesting because we got to see that and we got to Mm -hmm. observe everything that was going on. And so like Maddie said, they had 33 um, people who were testifying on both sides, obviously, but there were more who were in favor of the bill. That was encouraging to us when we looked at the list. We're like, okay, this is going to be good. And we're, we're part of the majority. Right. And they had a protest going on outside as well. They were just trying to put pressure on them to get this bill passed because they have been tossing this back and forth since like January or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been a long time and we need this to pass if we want to protect medical freedom. Obviously, some of the protesters came in to watch at one point in the atrium where we were. There were probably a couple hundred people in there and it was just packed in there mm-hmm. at the height of the experience. And it was just a big deal. But But honestly, as time went on, it got very frustrating because they gave people who were opposing the bill a lot more time. There was obviously um, some bias in the room, according to the representatives and how much time they gave, because originally when they started, the chairman said, y'all have five minutes to testify and that is it. Like, that's the time we have because we need to get through everybody. Obviously, 33 people, it's going to be a while. Mm -hmm. And so, it was, and they had a hard stop and it was just a long time. So, it just, it was frustrating because as we went on and more testimonies were happening and different things and we're listening, they were giving people who opposed the bill a lot more time than the people who were in favor of the bill. Mm -hmm. And specifically, I won't touch on everybody because that would just be too long, but there was specifically one doctor and just because of his title, he got to have like 45 minutes and there was just a lot of bias because of his title and because they thought that he just knew everything about COVID and how to treat it and vaccines. And, you know, he's going off about how if we don't, if everyone doesn't get the vaccine, we're never going to get out of this pandemic and things are never going to be normal again and all the stuff y'all have heard. And whether you're, whether you're in favor of mandating something or the vaccine or whatever or not, I think that we can all agree that we should be open-minded about different things and that that's the only way we're going to prove our points. And we can't do that without being respectful and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And and I wrote about it a couple weeks ago, but we've lost the ability to debate as human beings. We've lost the ability to respectfully disagree with someone and to say, okay, okay, I'm going to listen to your point, but here's my point. And it was just crazy because this doctor had no facts. 
He had no scientific data. He had nothing to back up his opinion. It was purely、mm-hmm. his opinion, purely his thoughts on the vaccine. It was very biased. It was just, it was crazy. And so this doctor got 45 minutes. And then as we went on, there were a couple more people who opposed the bill and they got 30 minutes and then they got 20 minutes. And they were able, the representatives were able to ask some questions. And so obviously, after your five minutes or whatever, they could ask some questions, which could be two to Three minutes more, whatever. Okay, that's fine. I'm not opposed to that because they were allowed to do that. But when you give somebody an extra 45 minutes than what they're supposed to have,、um, just because they're, they have the title doctor and they're saying the things that you want them to say, that's just not right. I think we can all agree with that. Whether you're opposing the bill or in favor of, doesn't matter. I don't care. If it was somebody who was in favor of the bill and they got 45 minutes, I would probably be saying, hey, we need to hurry up because other people still need to testify. It shouldn't、mm-hmm. be one person, shouldn't be biased. And so, anyway, it was a very interesting experience. And as we're going through this, we get to like noon probably, and they started 30 minutes late. So we get to noon, 12 30 ish, and the chairman disappears. All of a sudden, we see the vice chair up there and he's conducting the meeting and he's, he's talking to people and stuff, calling people's names for them to testify and handling it. And we're all like, wait, where did the chairman go? And obviously, we're texting mom, like, what is happening? Tell us, you know, what's, what's happening in there. And the chairman went to lunch. He went to lunch the one day that he's working in August. <laughs> <laughs> Because、yeah. they had August recess, okay? And so they're taking off the month of August, and one day he's working, he has to go for his lunch break during testimony time. Okay, whatever, but the rest of the rest of the representatives and the rest of the people testifying and the people in the atrium, we didn't get to eat. So, Chairman, you need to stay in there. I mean, this is your job. This is what you get paid to do. And he took like an hour and a half lunch break. Yeah, he was gone for a long time. A long, long, long time. It was just absolutely crazy. And so, I don't know. It was just very eye opening to see okay, this is how our government functions now. And we believe that government is for the people, by the people. That is the way that government should be conducted. That's the way、mm-hmm. it should happen. And they work for us. And so, it was just kind of discouraging to see that. But it was also eye opening because, you know, you see all the videos, you see the different things on social media, and it's like, okay, yeah, that stinks, whatever. But to see it in person is a whole nother thing. And it really opens your eyes to how people are acting in that kind of setting and the hatred and the anger on both sides, whether、mm-hmm. it's for vaccines or not, or it could be another issue, but just in government in general, it was very interesting to see. And so, long story short, mom never got to testify because people took too much time and they had a hard stop and they actually extended it a little bit, but then it went down to three minutes and so many people didn't get to testify. There were like、mm-hmm. 10 people. Left, I think, who didn't get to testify. And it was just discouraging. Obviously, mom comes out, we're all like frustrated and we're not angry, but we're just disappointed because we're thinking,、yeah. okay, we just drove two hours to Columbus to the state house all for nothing, right? Like, we just and then sat, sat here for, for six, six hours. hours. Six whole entire hours, nothing to eat. We're all hangry. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous. And we're just thinking this was for absolutely nothing. Like we just wasted a whole entire day and we still have two hours to drive home and we're all tired and exhausted, mom especially. And we're just like, okay, like she was excited to read this. It was、yeah. so good. Like we had so many people praying. And then it's like, okay, well, now you have to get on Facebook and tell everybody, oh, hey, it didn't happen. Never.
never mind, you know? And that's just, that's disappointed for everybody because they know mom. And so they're thinking, this is someone that I know that is fighting for me, fighting for my rights and standing up for freedom in a way that I'm not, I haven't been invited to or I have, I'm not able to do or whatever. And so it's just very disappointing to tell people who are already disappointed (laughs) in government and the things that are happening and are stressed about it that, oh, hey, that didn't happen, you know? And then the whole meeting truly was just very disappointing. I'm sorry, I keep saying that, but it truly was. And so she didn't get to testify and she came out and we're talking a little bit and I just started thinking like, okay, Lord, what was the point in this? What is the point? Because I don't want this to be wasted. And so we start talking and we're like, hey, what if we did a Facebook Live, had mom read her statement, share it, and see where it goes, just to see where it goes. Honestly, we didn't expect it to go very far because of censorship and all the things happening, but what better place to do it than the state house where not a lot of people have been, you know, it looks very official. We're all dressed up. We're all ready. You know, we've been ready for six hours to have the statement read and and presented. So that's what we did. Mom read her statement. It was amazing. And I'll let Maddie share kind of what came out of that because it's just been really, really cool to see. I think that Maddie and I have learned so much from this experience, just seeing how our parents have walked through it, seeing how they're conducting themselves. They've taught us not to hate people just because they have Mm -hmm. a different opinion than us. They've taught us the meaning of respectful debate and what it looks like. They've they've done it in front of us. They've taken us along on these things, on these crazy adventures sometimes, and we've learned a lot through it. Yeah, so like Lily said, mom was really discouraged, honestly, Mm. when she came out, and all of us were discouraged, and Lily brings up the idea of doing a Facebook Live, and mom's like, hmm. I don't really want to do that. Like, I just kind of want to go home. And Mm -hmm. we were all kind of in the mindset of we just came here for absolutely nothing and let's just go home. So when Lily suggested that, I was just kind of like, no, don't make her do that. And dad's like, no, we should do that. And, you know, dad starts going along with it and everything. So mom was like, okay, because she did really, really want to put her statement out Mm -hmm. there. We're trying to be activists over here and they're not (laughs) letting us. Right. So she does the Facebook Live. And now I believe we are up to almost 1.5 thousand views. Yeah, I haven't looked at it On her Facebook Live. And we really like couldn't believe that. It was within like the first 24 hours she hit a thousand views. And we were just like... Wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Because, you know, mom doesn't have like a giant Facebook page with tons of followers and all this different stuff. But I think that people are just looking for someone Mm -hmm. to be a voice for them. Mm -hmm. And mom was in the position to do that in this instance. And she's really good at it. She's really good at public speaking and really good at her job, really. I mean, she's been in the medical field for over 20 years and she loves what she does and she's great at all the scientific research and Mm -hmm. she makes it simple for us common people who don't understand all the studies that the CDC puts out Mm -hmm. where they lie to you and they make it sound like people who are dying from COVID. I think I saw something the other day that COVID is now like the leading cause of death or something. Probably. Which is completely and utterly inaccurate because 99% of people recover from COVID and are perfectly 
fine. Anyway, little rant there. But mom's just really good at looking at that stuff. And mm-hmm. some of us look at those scientific studies and we're like, so are lots of people dying or, or not? not? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But she did the Facebook Live and it went really, really well. And Lily and I were just talking before this episode and I was telling her, it's just so frustrating sometimes how you can sit there and for six hours and we watch mm-hmm. these people testifying, we watch the opposition getting so much extra time, whereas our people are held to this strict standard of mm-hmm. you get five minutes and then you better wrap it up. And I'm not saying that some of our people didn't get extra time. Representatives were allowed to ask questions and everything. Yeah. Some of our people were asked questions right. and therefore they got more than five minutes, but none of our people got 45 minutes. I will state that. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just telling Lily, like, it's so frustrating to sit there and just watch this system that's supposed to be the best in the world, the Mm -hmm. best political system. And I believe that we do have the best system, but now the people involved Mm -hmm. in the system Mm -hmm. are corrupt and are not doing what they were elected and what they are paid to do. Like, the chairman is paid by us Mm -hmm. to sit in there and listen to these testimonies and have an open mind, not go and have lunch. Mm -hmm. and just chill out and then i may add (laughs) when he came back in he was in a horrible mood yeah he was ready he yelled at a couple people and just was getting just very frustrated you could tell that they weren't really interested in hearing the testimonies and stuff yeah he couldn't wait for it to be over yeah it's just so discouraging sometimes and i know that probably a lot of you feel the same way but it gets so discouraging sometimes when you feel like we're playing by the rules. We are trying to do what's right. We're trying to say the right things. We're doing the real research. We have an open mind. We can sit there for 45 minutes and listen to this doctor talk and lie to people and just use fear to Mm -hmm. make people listen to him. And we sit there, we don't storm into the room and take him down from the podium or burn down the state house or anything. Like, some of the protesters came Mm -hmm. in, and that was a little bit frustrating. Like, protesters, you can come in. Like, it's open to the public, whatever. But they come into the atrium where all of us who are, the majority of us, are for the bill. I really don't think that anyone Mm -hmm. who opposed it came to watch it at the state house. Most of us were for the bill we want it passed but we're trying to listen to what the representatives are saying what our people are saying what the opposition is saying and then all the protesters came in and they started like chanting Mm -hmm. and talking about their protest and stuff and we're just like can you please be quiet so we can listen because you could not hear anything when they started doing that yeah But the good guys are always trying to do what's right and they're trying to play by the rules while the villains and the bad guys are always twisting words and lying and Mm -hmm. cheating and somehow goodness and truth always, always prevail. And we all, if you trust in Jesus, we all know that that's because of Jesus because we know the end of the story. We know that good is going to prevail eventually, but sometimes we can get so wrapped up in our earthly view of Mm -hmm. like, why isn't the good prevailing right now? And then you get discouraged. You just want to go home. You don't want to film the Facebook live. You don't Mm want to post that because you're discouraged. You didn't get to do what you came here to do, even though you played by the rules and you did what was right. So, what Lily and I really wanted to say in this episode is that that is no reason to get angry Mm -hmm. at these people and it's no reason to act unprofessional and to not be civil Mm -hmm. because it would have been very easy. I mean, the 200 people who were there, it would have been easy for us to march up to that room and 
taken the doctor down from the podium if Mm -hmm. we wanted to. But we all stayed in our seats. We tried to do what was right. And I'm not saying that we weren't frustrated while he was up there and that we didn't get kind of agitated while he was up there and lying to people. But we just wanted to say, like, stay calm because God always wins. The good always prevails. Mm -hmm. And I know that it may look kind of dark right now Mm -hmm. and it is discouraging because I'm discouraged right now. If we're being honest, it doesn't look that good for House Bill 248. I don't really think it's going to get passed right now, which is really frightening, honestly, because Mm -hmm. then all these nurses and all these different people are out of jobs and they're not going to be able to get unemployment. Our economy is going to suffer because of it. And our country in general is going to suffer from all of these people Mm -hmm. quitting their jobs for standing for what they believe in. And I'm not saying that we should take the shot and keep working. Like, I'm not saying that if Mm -hmm. you don't want to get the shot and they won't give you an exemption or something, quit if you're willing to do that. You know, stand for freedom because I think that it's time to do that. That's what we need to do. So, anyway, we have a verse today that we thought really went well with what we're talking about, and I think that it's very inspirational, very encouraging. This is from Hebrews 12, and I'm going to read verses 11 through 13, and it says, For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees and make straight paths for your feet, so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. I love, love, love verse 11 where it says, for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather Mm -hmm. than pleasant, but later it yields to the peaceful fruit of righteousness. I think that that's very, very important for us to take note of is that discipline, being calm, playing by the rules, doing what's right, it seems super painful right now. I know. Because as that doctor was up there, it kind of infuriated me a little bit and I chose to stay calm. I didn't go and rip him off his podium you will be glad to know. But it can get really frustrating. Discipline seems super duper painful. And, you know, we've talked about the whole make your bed thing, having discipline in your faith. And I think that this applies to this situation too. Like when we have discipline, when we choose, I am not going to get angry, even though I have to listen to 45 minutes of the opposition telling us that we are horrible human beings, that we are killing other people because we won't take this vaccine, saying that it is safe. One lady literally got up and said, some people are too stupid to survive by themselves without someone telling them every move to make. And that just kind of opened my eyes to how other people look at this and Mm -hmm. stuff. And it's honestly sad how brainwashed some people have gotten and how indoctrinated they've been. And just how fearful they are. Yeah. They're so... I mean, most of the opposition, the people that got up and opposed the bill, they were just so fearful of getting the virus, of people just making other people sick and being mean. All of them were vaccinated and all of them wore masks still. Yeah, it's just, it's just fear. Mm -hmm. absolute fear. And I hate that because you see so much in scripture 365 times, do not be afraid. And I think that if you're listening to this today and you're just afraid and maybe like you totally disagree with us, I want to just thank you for listening one, because I know that you're listening to us oppose your side. Mm -hmm. So I want to thank you for listening and to being open-minded because we need that. But also I just want to encourage you, we don't have anything to fear when we're walking with Jesus. Yeah. Not even a virus. I'm not saying you don't use your brain because God gave 
gave us a brain to think critically and to be aware and to be smart. And we've said in the beginning of COVID and the first couple months when we didn't have data, when we didn't have any science to back it up, we didn't know what was happening. We were totally saying like, yes, stay home and be careful. Be cautious. Be cautious. Yeah. And then it just didn't make sense. And there was no science to back that up and that it wasn't helping and all that stuff. And you see the truth come out. And then we made our decision and we went forward. You don't have to live in fear when you're walking with Christ. So we know the end of the story. And so we know that if we trust in Jesus and we're walking with him and we have a personal relationship with him, that it's good either way. Like living, dying, we're with Jesus and it's all great. So I just wanted to say that because that was a big thing that we noticed there Mm -hmm. was that everyone was so fearful and it's just heartbreaking to see that. Yeah, it is sad to see people live in such anxiety and stuff because you think about just getting nervous about like going Mm -hmm. to testify or something and these people have lived in that nervousness and that fear Mm -hmm. for a year and a half. Yeah. And I can't even imagine living my life like that. I mean, I know that lots of us were kind of scared in the beginning, you know. It was supposed to wipe out the entire human race and that didn't happen. Luckily, it's not going to happen, just so you know. And yeah, that was sad to just see how Mm -hmm. fearful they were. Yeah. Anyway, we hope that you guys enjoyed this story time. We have enjoyed talking (laughs) to you about it. This is less than 55 minutes, which is very, very, very good. (laughs) I couldn't think of what word I wanted to use. We're going to wrap up this episode in prayer, so please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day and for this episode. I thank you for giving Lily and I the opportunity to just talk about these different things, to just be real with the people here on the podcast. And I pray that you would just help each and every one of us if we are living in fear of the things that are going on in recent days. I pray that you would just calm us and that you would help us to just find comfort in you and that we would not be fearful anymore. I also pray for just those of us who are trying to fight for freedom and fight for what America is really supposed to be. I pray that you would just help us not to grow weary or to not feel discouraged when we feel like the evil is prevailing, when we feel like the darkness is just getting bigger. I pray that you would just help each and every one of us to keep in mind that you do win in the end of the story, and I pray that we would just keep that in mind, that we would remember that, and that that would just constantly be a comforting thought for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. As we end this episode, I just want to remind y'all of Micah 6.8. It's one that we're very familiar with probably, but it says, He has shown you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. I love that verse because it just shows us that we are fighting for righteousness. We are fighting for the Lord's victory, for the Lord's truth, and people need to know that. People who are living in the fear of getting this virus, of all this stuff that's going on in the world, you don't have to operate in that. You don't Mm -hmm. have to live in that fear and that worldly mindset. We can take on a spiritual mindset, one of the Lord, and say, no, we are going to live in victory because we do know who wins, as Maddie just said, which is so powerful. It changes everything you do, everything you say, how you walk into the state house, how you go to your work, and, and how you go to school. It just impacts everything, and it gives you a sense of courage and of bravery, and I think that as Christians, we need that more than ever. We need to know that Jesus wins and we are on his side and that's what matters. But he does want us to spread truth. He does want us to stand for righteousness and that is where we're at right now. We know what is good and we know that that is truth, which is Jesus himself and he doesn't want us to live in fear. He doesn't want us to operate out of that. So no matter what anybody's saying, 
No matter if they oppose you or your beliefs, you can stand firm in Jesus and say, no, this is the truth and I'm going to walk in it no matter if anybody else does with me. So I just want to encourage you all with that. Thank you for listening to this episode. Again, whether you're with us or you're like, okay, I don't, I don't agree, but I'm still listening. Thank you. We appreciate it so very much and we love y'all and we will talk to y'all very, very soon next Monday. And we just love the podcast so much and uh, can't wait to talk more about these things that are happening in our world and to come from a biblical perspective, from a Jesus perspective and say, no, this is what he has for us and look at the bigger picture. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to y'all next Monday. Bye guys. (laughs) 